0: Hi everyone and welcome back to the Paperless Movement podcast where you will learn how to get your productivity system to the next level. We will talk to a lot of inner circle members of my membership, talk about their productivity systems, the challenges they had and how we solve this to optimize them. But we also will talk to CEOs and product managers of the latest and greatest software and hardware solutions when it comes to productivity. Today, my guest is Stefan Diasti, the CEO of Raven. So we talk about document management, but make sure to listen to the end because you might be surprised what tool they use to manage their company. So let's dive into it. Stefan, thank you for joining the show. It's really awesome to have you with us and I can't wait to get started with you. So before we start, maybe you just introduce yourself, your position in the in the company Raven actually, and um, what actually inspired the whole thing, founding Raven at all.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Tom. Well, thanks for having me. Um, as you mentioned, my name is Stefan Diasti. I'm CEO of Raven, uh, based here in Houston, Texas with my team of engineers and, and support and the like. Uh, you know, you asked why we founded Raven. Uh, really, it was it was quite simply that for our own businesses and for our investor, uh, you know, investor community and their businesses, they wanted a solution to go paperless and they wanted that to be cloud-based. Um, internally, those organizations had moved to Chromeboxes, Chromebooks, all cloud-based um, operating structures and. And those don't lend themselves nicely to, you know, drivers and kind of antiquated uh, technologies as it relates to document scanning. So as much as, you know, companies, including, you know, those that our investors were part of had tried to go entirely paperless, the reality is, right, paper still comes into the business. Um, And so we really wanted to find a way to streamline that to get. A way to have those paper documents uh, into the cloud right which is where we had managed our documents moving forward um, and we realized very quickly that there wasn't a great solution on the market and so that's um, that's what you know ultimately drove us to go out and and create Raven um, and we come from a background of technology and software development. And so this was you know, particularly interesting and, and a fun challenge for us.
0: You just mentioned um, there's not, gr- not a great solution out there. I'm sure many of the listeners know about the Fujitsu solutions. Um, they love the iX500. Now the iX1500 was released. I'm personally not very happy about this, which is the reason why I made the switch to Raven anyway. However, um, how did you decide that there is something you can do better than Fushitsu? Because they also have cloud-based um, solutions. You can scan it directly to cloud. So interested to hear more about, more about this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the primary difference is we wanted this to be a truly standalone device. And so in order to do that, we wanted to make sure that you could take our scanner out of the box, connect it to your network, right, through Wi-Fi or Ethernet, um, and very simply start scanning to the cloud within a matter of minutes without ever touching the computer. And so that was something that we found very challenging, you know, to, to identify on the market um, prior to the release of our Raven scanners. And that's really been kind of the core differentiator of our product is that standalone nature, um, you know, and, and frankly, the ability, right, that we have as a, as a company, our size to be so agile, um, to listen to our customers, build our product roadmap based on feedback from our customers and bring that to market, you know, at, at rapid speeds. Um, again, not something that you see, you know, uh, in the competition and, and we made it, you know, our mission as well to be very customer focused, customer centric from day one. And so if somebody does need support, right, we try to make it as simple as possible. But they're going to be guaranteed to reach somebody, you know, with our stateside um, support team via phone, live chat, email, text messaging, even. Um, and so, you know, those are a few of the things that that we think make us very unique uh, relative to our competition.
0: I can absolutely agree with this, um, and especially when it comes to how easy it is to set up and use the system. I showed it on the video as well, um, how tedious it is to set up the Fushitsu compared to the Raven. And I think the, the issue really with Fushitsu is that they have a lot of different products. So there are different areas where they're working in. So it's hard to focus on one specific product. So I guess um, for Raven, you focus solely on your document scanner. Is that the only product you have there? And that's why that's the strength in your company?
1: Well, focus certainly, you know, is a competitive advantage for us as well. As you mentioned, um, the, the Raven scanners are our core product for sure. Um, however, we do have a complementary product that we include at no cost for our customers, and that's Raven Cloud. And Raven Cloud, you know, is, is still actively in development as our, you know, our scanners. Uh, we're constantly building improvements, uh, but Raven Cloud is a document management platform cloud-based and so that gives our users the ability if they haven't chosen a cloud service for document storage or document management then they're welcome to utilize Raven Cloud and it's of course already integrated into our scanners but you know with that being said right the focus is still very um, you know narrow in the sense that it's document scanners and document management and that's it. And so that allows yeah. us right to to continue to make improvements. And, and I'm sure you can attest, Tom, right, when you had our scanner for the first time, I think it's been over a year now, what that application looked like then and what that yeah. application looks like now, including the destinations that we're connected to, is markedly different. And that again is a result of our ability to listen to customers, you know, and, and quickly get those released through free over the air updates to your scanner.
0: Yeah. It was really always impressive to see in what pace you're publishing features. And um, I'm also really keen to talk more about the Raven Cloud. Um, just to point out, I'm using the Raven Scanner to scan it still to Evernote. Um, Evernote is relaunching their the application now. And but I'm still using it for documents and uh, document management and automation with the filterize. So it sorts my documents into different folders automatically. And um, is this something that I can achieve with the Raven Cloud now, or maybe in the future?
1: Absolutely, it's it's something on our near-term product roadmap, and and I know it's um, you know something very important to our customers. So one thing again that that makes us unique is we we utilize AI technologies, and with that AI technology, right, we have more capabilities um, to to continue to do more right with the documents that you choose to scan so that could be things like auto categorizing document types automatically extracting data from documents for example if you had a custom template in raven cloud for contacts right or business cards automatically extracting that name that email that phone number and applying that to the template right making it easier to search export that into other systems and databases Um, and so there's a lot more to come as it relates to kind of the automation and, and and the workflows
0: oh that sounds awesome so um, about the templates how, how can i imagine this um, i'm building up this template and um, mark the specific spots on the document you know like the invoice number is always on top left or something like this and your machine learning will then realize later on when i scan this type of document it will apply this template automatically and also recognizes this as a Uh, invoice number?
1: Yeah, so it it could be one of two ways. It could be, as you described, where there's some user input, right, identifying the location where you want this information extracted. Um, But the AI technologies are such that That information can be identified and derived without that user input in many cases. So, you know, the the AI technology can identify and say, hey, that's an email address, right? That's an address, that's a phone number. And so, our goal is to remove as much of that human upfront work as possible. Um, And potentially, it would be a, a workflow where the Raven Cloud template suggests, right, data and learns as you approve it, right, that mm. this is the type of data that that should be populated there. So a lot more to come, um, but but our goal, of course, is to, you know, again, be differentiated in ways that we utilize that technology.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So this sounds like an end-to-end solution, but for me now is the end in the document management system. If you follow this channel and if you're part of the inner circle of my paperless movement, you know that I'm looking for an really end-to-end solution starting with input and having an output. So what about um, connections from your Raven Cloud to other platforms, you know, using Sapia or other API connectors or maybe an own API so I can forward this information to my, you know, per email account and automations like this?
1: Absolutely, and those are all things that um, you know we can do. We have, of course, our own Raven API that um, facilitates those handoffs right between the scanner and third-party cloud services, or between the scanner and Raven Cloud itself. Um, and so, those are those are features and functionality that we can we can very easily add, and and we plan to over time. Uh, you know, we. We, as we start to do more with the extracted information with templates and other, um, types of information, adding an export capability to other systems, uh, makes a lot of sense. And, mm-hmm. you know, for emails right now, we just email, um, with our own Raven mail service, but adding your own email client is something that we have on the roadmap as well.
0: Well, that sounds awesome. So what's the timeline for, for the improvements you just talked about in the Raven cloud one year, two years, a decade.
1: <laughs> Certainly not a decade. Um, so, the, Raven Cloud, you're going to see a, a significant amount of improvements in 2021 with Raven Cloud. Um, right now, we're focusing on finishing up development on a new product that will be launching here towards the end of 2020 and, and the first quarter of 2021. And then you're going to see a big focus on Raven Cloud improvements in 2021. So, a lot of so what we're just What's that
0: product? I'm sorry. Now what's the product? I'm keen now.
1: <laughs> well, I, I can tell you this. I can say it's uh, we'll be introducing a new Raven scanner model that's not on the market today. Um, that's, that's quite different than, than those that we have, um, as well as a, a native application for Windows and for Mac that you can use with any of our Raven scanners. So, you know, I mentioned that we've really started our entrance into the into the market with Raven scanners to be a true standalone device having said that you know we've learned right just as I mentioned we listened right to the feedback we're getting from customers and we've learned that there's a good segment of the market that still wants the ability to control the scanner from their computer directly and so we we've currently uh, are, are in development but we've been wrapping up development of um, a native Raven desktop, it will be called uh, application that can be used with our scanners, including the new model that we'll be releasing um, later mm-hmm.
0: this year. Okay. So talking about scanning directly to the computer, let's go with this one. Um, it is already possible, isn't it? So I can use the train drivers and things like this to connect it directly and scan it directly or via a NAS so I can and scan it to my storage in my network.
1: That's correct. So all of our scanners come with Twain or ICA drivers for Mac that allow you to use either third-party applications to scan. So whether that's, you know, NAPS 2 or whether that's scan or whether that's Adobe Acrobat DC, um, all of those are, are compatible with our scanners and the included drivers. Uh, what this Raven desktop allows you to do is have that that clean, simple, intuitive Raven interface that customers have come to love, right? Um, and also takes away that uh, technical complexity of installing drivers, getting that set up, setting up shared folders on your desktop, right? Things that um, are, are uh, interesting for a lot of our customers, but um, quite advanced. And so we really mm-hmm. simplify that with the Raven desktop that be, we'll be launching yeah. uh, later this year.
0: So will this desktop, um, application and also provide me access to the Raven cloud and I can manage my stuff in there. Will it inc- be included in this version? In this so, yeah.
1: So Raven desktop will allow you to scan to Raven cloud, but you will access Raven cloud in the browser. Um, okay, so, it's, so it's, it's not going to be a, 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 a desktop version of Raven cloud, if you will.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, it's no issue. I'm also more for the web-based applications because the trend, they yeah. look the same and uh, I can access them from anywhere. So, exactly. yeah, that's uh, that's no issue for me here. Talking about cloud and web access and all this, uh, you know, I'm based in Germany in EU in EU, and. Um, We have uh, GDPR going on and all this. So Raven is currently not available in in Europe right now. And I know many of my followers um, want this Raven scanner, ordered it already. You know, um, I sent many of them directly to you. You were able to send it out. But the question that arises is how safe is our data? Is it GDPR um, compliant or do we have to worry on our end there?
1: Well, you don't have to worry, you know, we, we practice best practices in terms of data security. And in fact, there's a massive project underway um, on our, our backend team um, specific to security. And this is gonna be one of um, our new differentiators in the market that um, hasn't been you know talked about. So you're the first to hear about this, but there, okay, there yeah. will be a new feature uh, that's available that quite frankly is gonna provide the highest level of security that exists today for document cloud based document management. Um, And so we are currently finishing up that project. And once that's in place, then we will complete the GDPR um, compliance as well as um, HIPAA compliance and and other security requirements. Uh, But we want to wrap that up because this is so it's so secure and so differentiated. We wanted to make sure that that's a part of that compliance audit. But uh, to your, you know, I would say to your viewers and your audience in Europe and to Germany, first of all, you know, I apologize for the delay. Unfortunately, COVID-19 uh, impacted us like many companies on the supply chain that did delay our, our entry into the European markets this year as planned. But uh, we, we do have plans to to enter into the, the European markets um, in 2021. Um, And and those supply chain issues should be resolved by then, as well as this uh, GDPR and and security components.
0: Yeah, that's really great to hear. I know many of you listening and watching this on YouTube right now, um, you're eagerly waiting to get it from Amazon in Germany or in, in Europe in general. So that's really good news then that we we will have still hope in 2021 to get it directly, but also that we are still able to order it from America without any issues when it comes to data security. I'm, I'm pretty calm now. <laughs> yeah, and many when we
1: formally launch as well, all of customers' uh, data will be stored um you know within the region so if you purchase and you sign up and use the raven scanner in germany then your data is going to be stored right in in, a, in your region in germany and so we use cloud-based architecture that allows us to stand up those storage locations you know instantaneously for customers
0: yeah that's perfect and um when i'm sending my document from my scanner directly to evernote for example does it go to you? server first and then to Evernote? So, or is it, you know, then it's an issue with Evernote with the data security.
1: Got it, yeah. So it does initially pass through the Raven API as a Mm -hmm. handoff to Evernote. Um, And the the primary reason for that is we use a AI powered OCR technology. So rather than just pushing a a static version of OCR on the device itself um, and letting that kind of do its thing, uh, we we use that AI powered OCR in the cloud on its way to the destination. So that's the the primary reason that it goes through the API is so that that OCR can occur. We'll be adding functionality to disable that should the user choose to. Um, and mm-hmm. at that point, then you know we won't do any of that OCR in the cloud. But um, it does go through our API and then straight to Evernote. Um, documents are not retained unless Raven Cloud is selected as a destination. So it's it's purely um, I can't do it to to those third party destinations.
0: Yeah, well, that's perfect. So for the for the people who don't know what OCR is, um, it is transcribing the text into or make the document searchable. In fact, isn't it? So um, that's what also Evernote does. So when I can switch off this OCR, I could bypass uh, the Raven services, and then I would directly scan it to Evernote without any other company involved, isn't it? So this would be an option then. That's what you just
1: mentioned. That's correct. And that, that OCR, you know for, for the listeners, the, the reason why we did this AI powered OCR is it allows us to detect text in all languages far better than what static you know OCR software could do. Um, so it's continuously learning, right? And that's not just type text, but handwritten text, whether you're mm-hmm. you know, writing in, in block letters or you're writing in cursive, um, whether you're writing in English or whether you're writing in German, right? Our ability to detect that text accurately um, is, is really differentiated and, and it allows us to have a, you know, a global um, footprint in terms of the, the languages that are supported.
0: And as it is uh, AI-based... The more documents going through this AA the better it, gets, the better it right. becomes. So yeah, I'm happy to support there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that sounds really great. So one question would be what why did you choose Raven? I mean what does a, what does a Raven has to do with a document scanner? So I'm I'm keen to learn more about that.
1: Yeah, so our, this came from this concept of flying documents to the cloud, right? Again, I mentioned that we really wanted to be cloud-based. Um, we wanted it to be more of a playful um, brand, right, than this kind of um, dry, you know, corporate um, structure. So we, we had this concept of flying documents into the cloud. Uh, we wanted a kind of character that would be recognizable and again a little bit um more playful and kind of upbeat than just some random um you know hardware brand and so that's why we chose raven and and we were able to get raven.com and and build a brand around that and that's that's how we landed on on raven
0: yeah so i actually like like this raven it really gives a to brand a face, if you okay. were so. And when you switch on Raven with the uh, different jokes or different quotes uh, you have on a daily basis, that's really a, a nice solution to, to, yeah, to make it a bit more fun using exactly. the device. Um, so what does actually the ideal customer look like for Raven? So who should get a Raven Scanner?
1: So, you know, the ideal customer is any business that's moving Paper right through through their business on a daily or weekly basis and wants to be able to digitize those documents and shred them right and, and not have to store those physical documents. Uh, but just as much as businesses, we're seeing increasingly households right that want to scan the mail as it comes in right the bills, the invoices, the tax-related documents um, and put those in a place that again they can shred it, toss those, and at the year end when it's tax season, easily go in and identify those through search or if they need them throughout the year Um, and so really it's a a broad market um, but i would tell you that the majority of our customers are small to mid-sized businesses and what i call kind of chief household officers um, that Mm -hmm. are really in charge of you know managing documents um, that come into the into the household
0: okay so um, sounds absolutely makes sense because I, i received these comments as well um, why don't I can just use a photo app to do this and so on? And I, th- I directly had the thought, well, maybe you don't have enough documents to scan. So <laughs> when I look at myself, uh, I was scanning loads and loads of documents. So I really needed this put in, I think, what is it? 40 pages or something that I can put at once in yeah, the 100 Pro 100 pages scanner. in the Pro. Oh, 100 even, yeah. yeah. So just put it in there and forget about this for a few minutes and um, <laughs> think about this using your um, iPhone app and scan every page and also the quality. So, um, yeah, so you answered already. It's more focused on small to mid-sized businesses where you have a regular or frequent, um, use case. However, for me as well, I'm one of these customers having this in my office and just scanning any mail coming in and, and that works very, really well. And I know a lot of you out there using Raven the same way. So, um, I'm pretty proud, actually, that you joined the Inner Circle Uh, already. You are one of the founding members, actually, of the Inner Circle. So you've been in the the forum pretty active. So whenever people had questions about the Raven scanner, it was awesome to see the reaction time by yourself, the CEO of Raven. That was really nice. And I also want to mention that you um, provided the Inner Circle members a 5% discount on Raven. So if anyone is interested... Uh, getting one, that's also really generous to have there. So um, talking about the inner circle and that you are in there, is it only to make advertising for Raven <laughs> or do you want to you know learn about more productivity? Because I'm really keen when you're pushing out so many features in such a pace, there must be a really efficient productivity system behind this. Maybe you can talk more about this side now of Raven.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I would say it's not a marketing channel for us, although You know, certainly there there may be some of your your members that choose to buy Raven Scanner, but um, for those of of of, you know your your membership that are part of the inner circle, um, I think they know that we don't push advertisements right or the product really on there. But um, for us, it's another way to engage with customers. Um, It's another way to engage with an audience that is very much right uh, like the the user profile of of those of our raven scanners and so it's um hopefully it's a it's a mutual um opportunity right for us to learn from the inner circle members um, and how they're using it right which helps inform our product roadmap um, and features and functionality as much as it is you know when we push out updates i know we do push out the Uh, release notes to the inner circle that way we can get feedback again right and and those customers can see the capabilities and and how to take advantage of those Um, so it's a it's a two-way relationship right and and we certainly get a lot out of you know the inner circle members and hearing what they like and what they'd like to see Um, and then certainly from you Tom and and the the webinars right and and the workflows and how you start to bring these things together. Um, it's, it's very informative for us.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much. So I'm happy to have you with us there. And um, so, but what do you use for your team? What, what is the productivity system that you have in place to get these things done? Maybe you can mention some tools, probably not that the, those are not the normal to do is tools. So I'm really keen to learn how do you manage the team on Raven?
1: Yeah, so you know, from a communication perspective, we we use Slack, and Slack's been mm-hmm. you know very um, useful for us for real time communication, particularly right with our support team. So as customers are reaching out, um, you know, with questions, with issues, um, this allows our support team to have a you know, a direct line to our software developers, right? And everybody in between. And so that's that's been very effective for us on a day-to-day basis. Um, and one of the things we really like about Slack is it hooks in to virtually every other service um, that we would use for, for the day-to-day productivity. Um, we use Zendesk as well. And Zendesk we use to manage our knowledge base for Raven Cloud and for Raven Scanner. We use that for all of the inbound ticketing uh, emails, live chats, text messaging, phone calls, um, and so that's that's been helpful in organizing information. It actually does a really nice job. Uh, but on the business side, you know, we use G Suite across the board, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so from you know email to Google Docs to Google Sheets um, and Drive, everything is is within G Suite, and that allows us to easily um, you know share information and documents throughout the organization. Um, other tools that we use are Todoist. Um, you know, I know you said that that's kind of the, the the basics, but we use Todoist, and it's worked very effectively for us across. So you
0: using you using Todoist in a team or for personal task management in your company?
1: Both, both.
0: both. Okay, so yes. it works for collaborate because you know I mentioned this on different other channels already that for me Todoist is a personal task manager, but hearing this now that makes me now really interested. Yeah. Um, how you use to do in a team
1: we, we use it um, across a variety of teams so for example with the operations team they are recurring tasks that need to be done on a weekly basis so rather than having these as calendar invites and you may miss right the calendar notification or not really work off of a calendar in a certain type of role uh, we use to-doist to re- have those recurring invite or uh, not invites but tasks rather Mm -hmm. um, show up on on those teams list uh, on a weekly basis Um, additionally You know, as new tasks come up or items come up from management, from myself, um, or just within the organization, those can get added to the respective team to do it. So whether it's a marketing task, you know, to-do list, or whether it's operations or whether it's support, um, all of those can get added. It gives us full transparency and visibility um, into the tasks that need to be done at a team level, including those recurring tasks um, and the nice thing with to do is, too, is we can have deadlines, right? Uh, we can go back even when they're marked as complete and see the historical uh, mm-hmm. information of who marked it to complete when we get notified, right? When tasks are complete or when they're overdue. And so it's actually been very effective for us, both at an individual level, but also at a team level to track um, you know, those items and, and make sure that whoever is available, right, to complete that task, we can assign them. But in some cases, anyone on the team could, could pick those up.
0: Well, that's really interesting. I didn't know about that. And uh, well, that sounds great. So do you use, as you mentioned that you're using G Suite, do you use the two-way synchronization so that people get time slots for their task in Todoist blocked on their calendar?
1: We, we do. So we, yeah, we can integrate it there. Um, and then, you know, there's several other integrations, like I mentioned that, that we have on the development side uh, we have integrations into GitHub and they use more of a, a GitHub um, and Zen hub um, technology stack, but all of these systems that we choose to use, one of the prerequisites is that there's some type of API or integration that way, you know, you're not having to, Go manage any one of these systems independently. Slack, of course, right for to do is making sure that those notifications get pushed out there because that's our primary communication channel.
0: Oh, you're talking my language there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really that sounds really great, and I think it is not something very common still nowadays. Too many companies could be such more so much more efficient, especially the big ones, where you have uh, applications all over the place. The reason for not being productive is the lack in efficiency talking the uh, connecting these different applications to each other or duplicating information and all this. So thank you very much for giving us the insight into your productivity system at Raven. So I think this was really interesting as well. I should I should community. add on there. Yeah, we, sure.
1: I, I didn't mention, but you know we use Raven Cloud, of course, internally as well <laughs> um, for, for documents. <laughs> so um, you know we use Google Sheets and we'll use Google Docs to create docs. But um, you know for like our accounting department, our HR departments, of course, are exclusively using Raven Cloud to scan that in and manage any you know documents and, and files related to, to those functions.
0: Yeah well that that is something I also wondering sometimes uh, if uh, those company actually use their own app <laughs> in the way they build it or the UI or the user experience. I think they don't use it on their own. So obviously, this is another reason you're learning just by using it on your e- exactly. own, and that's the best way to do it, isn't my it? My accountants
1: are not shy, so I know when there's when there's bugs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that's good to know. So, um, do you want to let my community anything know? Any final words for this? To sum this up,
1: yeah, you know, I would I would just say that as I mentioned before, right, we are a a company that's still very new. We've been in the market for about a year and a half, and. Um, one of you know we were founded on the basis of productivity right and efficiency and finding innovative ways to make life easier as it relates to to going paperless and so um you know we are all ears as a company um it's core to to our our values and so uh, we welcome any feedback whether it's pre-sale post-sale um and tom you know we appreciate you know you reaching out and and uh, letting us be a part of the inner circle and, and you know, your community to, to help facilitate some of that.
0: Thank you very much, Stefan. Really, really nice uh, talk here. And I would say thank you very much and um, we will tune in next time.
1: Thanks for having me, Tom.
0: So I think this was very insightful and I think we have to make a follow-up meeting in a few months when we see how Raven evolves when a new product is out. And I cannot wait to see the upgrades coming to the Raven Cloud. That's really the most exciting thing. And when I look at Evernote, where I already use Filterize together with Evernote on how seamless everything works, I can really see a bright future for the Raven Cloud if they get it right. And if they get it right, you will be informed about it. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you don't want to miss the next episode when I talk to a new guest. And I'll catch you up next time.